Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Remember her? Um, you can text our show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Funny old studio we're in this morning. Mm. Yeah, we're in a different Isn't studio. It? I've got a slight echo, echoey me. In Possibly my... not in people's radios. Though. No, but I, 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 I'm enjoying it. I, it's got an element of uh, citizens of Cheltenham <laughs> about it. <laughs> Return to your homes. <laughs> Estate agents would call it Bijou in here. Yeah, I, it's cosy. Mm. I, I, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. We, uh, we have um, it, now. Some of you regulars will remember that Charlie. Mm-hmm. Used to be the assistant producer. She's back today as the producer for today. Mm-hmm. Having having had a brief sojourn, mm-hmm. which I think is continuing on Christian O'Connell's show. The unfortunate thing is that one thing I really don't like about Charlie is that she's oh she's, she's discreet. Right. I thought she was going to come with loads of gossip right. at the breakfast <laughs> show. But she's she has been stum. Oh, she has with you. Ha ha ha! So it's like that, is it? <laughs> um, one of your uh, impressions of no one? Yes. <laughs> I find you always, can't go wrong of those. with an impression of no one because people always think, well, not you, because I've let you in on my secret, <laughs> but people think, oh, that's probably someone I should know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they, they laugh approvingly. Mm. Try it at home. What about this one? Oh, yeah, and I bet you did that again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just like him. See, I, if know, he I know him. I know him. Yeah. There might be something. Does anyone, anyone listening who's got that exact voice <laughs> text in? And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put a name to it next time I do it. Yeah. The trouble is with them, they're so spontaneous, you can't always get them back again. Yeah. Well, that's it. They're like night terrors. You know these people that see horrible faces before they oh, go to yeah, sleep? Yeah. It's, like, it's like I get night impressions. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I've been... I had a, I've had an interesting sojourn myself. Oh, yeah. Uh, Have you? Uh, yes. broken? Um, no, I, um, I went up to Leeds. Leeds! I went up there. Another impression uh, there. And uh, yeah, that um, was that was quite a good. How impression. was Leeds? It was lovely, actually. I quite, I quite, uh, I got off. I couldn't find my um, taxi when I got off. Uh-huh. That's unlike of, you with your immaculate sense of direction. I know. I've had a lot of taxi <laughs> trouble this week. Um, I, I. Uh, Jay Z's. Uh, I started walking around Leeds at like half eight, nine o'clock at night, and a man shouted a, a, a class A um, swear word at me about eight times from about six feet away. Oh dear! But um, I don't think it was anything personal. I, th- I think he was troubled. Oh right. But um, that's quite close. I mean, you I don't know mind that from a passing van, but um, you know. I know. Up, I was I was close. drunk for twenty five minutes <laughs> just from that distance. <laughs> No, but I th- that was a terrible um, welcome. But it all turned out well. I was, I was, I was, um, I was filming a drama. You see, of course you were. What do, drama? do you see? It was a drama. Well, the great thing about it is it's called National Treasure. Oh. So when I found, uh, when I was picked up the next morning, uh, the bloke um, 
pulled up in his car, wound down his window and said, National Treasure? And I said, well, now you come to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> Which oh. I got great pleasure You from. must have been so happy at that oh, moment. Oh, I mean, it just doesn't get any better. than Well, it does get better, obviously. <laughs> that's, not as better as, that's not as good as life can get. <laughs> but I was pleased with it. I was pleased Up with there. the neatness. Was it a local taxi? I love a local taxi. Um, it was, yes. There, okay. are, there are people that just drive for film companies. That's what oh, they yeah. do. Okay. And, um... Thank, thanks for telling me about the film industry. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. Well, I French woman. Um, oh, no, I didn't get that part. No, you didn't get that. Oh, I told you not to bring that up in front of Emily. <laughs> oh, well, you are Emily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was... Uh, so I was playing me. I won't go into too many details, because obviously, I mean, there are certain uh, secrets one wants to keep before the show comes out. But I was playing me, which is an interesting challenge. Mm. Not as easy as it sounds. Really? Yeah, you sound surprised. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought you'd be good at that. I mean, well, I don't know. It's difficult. As I was getting, as I was getting dressed as me, mm-hmm. um, usually well, when you- well, thereby hangs a tale. I mean, what <laughs> wardrobe did they select for you? Oh uh, well, I, I, they asked me to bring my own stuff, oh. right? Which a bit um, cheap. Um, well, one likes Boot, to mock in. The boot's on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> Finally, Frank's providing clothes to television programmes <laughs> rather than the other no, way around. No, no, the boot was very much on the usual foot. <laughs> uh, no, it's quite a good idea if you're playing you. Because mm. I was going to take my ring off before I went in. I thought they won't want this. And then I thought, actually, this is a fabulous attention to detail. Yeah. No, I thought, I just thought it might be 90s you with the oversized, no, with no, the sort of replica shirt and the jean. No, no, oh, it's yeah. correct. It wasn't in an England shirt with a clip-on beer belly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, um, you know, it was the usual sort of dialogue. You know, morning, Mrs. Framlingdon, lovely dog. <laughs> oh, Mr. Skinner, I haven't seen your wife for a while. No, well, um, 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 is she's staying with her it? sister. Yeah. Is this from it? You know when people murder someone in you a would. drama? They spoiler say, alert. Yeah. You spoiled it. They're always staying with their sister. Yeah. Mm. But they don't say, as we would in real life, oh, no, she's at her sister's at the moment. They say, um, <laughs> well, um, no, what <laughs> happened? Just, ah, yes, you see what happened is. They did like that. Um, yeah. And, uh. Those weren't my lines, but they could have been. Well, well, you can't tell us your lines. No, I can't tell us. I can't remember them, nor could I on the day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so many words. Did you draw idea? No, I was all right, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't... I don't really want to get out of this bit on that. (laughs) (laughs) Have you got anything more interesting? Well, we've got to the leather other than the adverts. We could just crack on, couldn't we? What about when you set the fire alarm off this morning? That was awful. Oh, yeah. Well, why did you do that? That's because Sarah said, "If I, I'm going to open this door. I've never <laughs> opened this door before." I said, "This is where the alarm goes off." She opened the door, and the alarm went off. <laughs> it's it like was a fa- rewriting of history. For there, one second, it? I felt what, how good it must be to be Derek Brown. <laughs> 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 there you go. That'll do it. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, I, I, you may know I was doing a series of um, stand-up shows, if I can call them that. Improv? Oh, yeah. Yes, just completely um, made up. No, I meant, did it improv? It didn't really improv. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was actually a, quite a lovely week doing it. Did you? This was Great. Uh, last, not the week, just gone the week before. Yeah. Tuesday night was a bit flat, but it was Pancake Day. 
<laughs> now, come on. That was, <laughs> I think that's good. You do well, like that's that? That's what worries me. I like it. Well, Is that the sort of stuff you were doing? I've heard very no, good reports. There wasn't much, there wasn't anything of that standard. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds a bit that, prepped, doesn't it? That would have been the mo- yeah, exactly. That would have been the moment when I uh, soared like a mighty comedy eagle. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, so I, was it just all made up? You just went on and went, here we go? Yes, it was... Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't start with an opening line, here we go. Well, I, 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 <laughs> there I, I, he is. I don't really there remember. He it was... Uh, I did one... I did... Um, one of the gigs was Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I'd only had um, a sandwich, one sandwich, two rounds of bread, as they say. Are you meant all, to starve yourself on Ash Wednesday? Yes, you fast. Oh, are you? Oh, and, I must uh, tell the girls at InStyle. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, it was actually well, come a very, see you sometime. It was a very good gig, so I'm, I can see now why InStyle is such a fine <laughs> magazine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starvation, it takes you to uh, a new place. Right. Um, it does, though. I, I found Yeah, the, I yeah got, it's called the front row. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Um, yeah, I thought it was. You know, you hear about, like. Um, saints and that starve mm. themselves and they have visions and all that mm. i thought it was quite a, a good place to be i'm not by the way if anyone's listening there's yeah. any young people no I'm we're not, not encouraging i mean i felt a little bit like i was strung out <laughs> <laughs> and i don't need to feel that um, no but we're talking about responsible fasting for brief periods yes exactly thank you responsible <laughs> fasting that's the policy of this show is it <laughs> I never got that email. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, it's did fine. it give you the um, the the taste for it then? Fasting. No, doing these improvised shows. Well, it was. Um, it was. Did you think you'd like to do it again? Um, I don't know that I can resist doing it again. <gasps> I feel a bit like I have um, nibbled at something um, which is quite compulsive. Oh. I don't know if you've ever done that. Like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, I can take or leave, I'll be straight with you. Is that right? I don't think there's a person on the planet who, honestly, if you... (laughs) If they took a truth serum, prefers it to milk chocolate. I think people say they prefer it to milk chocolate because it makes them sound a bit more (laughs) mysterious and intellectual. No, it's better. It's It's not better. better. Oh, I really think people go to the... think it through to those levels. They don't think it through. If they were the sort of people who thought it through, they'd admit it was milk chocolate. Alan's <laughs> saying it because he's still sulking about saying Descartes. <laughs> that was about well, three years ago. And, and he thinks I can, I can pull this back now if I pretend I prefer dark chocolate. Nobody prefers dark chocolate. I think I do. Well, I don't you think prefer you do dark... already. I'm breaking you down. <laughs> I don't prefer dark or milk. I like sherbet-based. Sherbet-based oh. chocolate? No, just sherbet-based food. Oh, no, but let's stick to chocolate. Stop no, broadening it. We've gone from fasting to sherbet. That's a good point. Yeah. Stop broadening it. You'd be no good at end of the pier, would you? So, um, I tell you what, though, it's an interesting. Uh, it's interesting to me. There was a man called Russell in the audience. Which one? It wasn't one of the famous Russells. There are so many of them now. And Brand, Brand um, Howard Kane, those um, estate agents. Yeah, and um, he kept a spreadsheet of um, films that he watched. So he wrote down the name of the film, wh- when he saw it, mm-hmm. and I think at what cinema. It's just cinema films, not... And he had a, 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 a database of 1,700 films. With him? Not, at w- your show? Well, he might have had them on his, on his 
smartphone. I did, I, it wasn't such a bad night I was going to read those out. If he'd uh, printed them out, then that would have been nominative determinism, wouldn't it? Russell. It? Oh. oh. Excellent. Got a printout yeah. of 1,700 bits He of also person. had three cattle with various brands. <laughs> Russell brands. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I, and uh, it made me think that when I fill in my journal, every one thing I always put in is the time I wake up that morning. Is that right? So I know what time I woke up, April the 13th, um, 2004. Right. Now, why would I possibly need to know that? And what I wondered, if any of our readers have got anything unusual records that they keep, anything they keep a log of, or any kind, mm. any kind of um, ledger... Mm. Oh, yeah. You with me? Yeah. Not obviously Heath Ledger, but you know what I mean. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Sorry, we had a, we had a text in saying we sound like we're in a toilet. Mm-hmm. That was from, was it George Michael from North London? <laughs> 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 so, um... Oh, I love George. Me too. Board game haver. But I wouldn't want him as my chauffeur. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, but my G- he'd be a nice GBR. Yeah, he would. Yeah, that's true. Board game haver says, in response to your question, Frank, have people ever logged anything in the same way that you log your sleeping patterns? Um, a bit odd. I've logged every board game played and the scores for the past nine years. Oh, wow. That, <laughs> see, I love all that. <laughs> Well, and what I want to know is, do people would who, what's what's he called? Nigel Havers? No, no, that's board, b- game. board game haver. Do board, you think it's board game haver. Who knows? Oh yeah, could be. It could be a board game haver. I'm not sure about it as a uh-huh. as a as a noun haver. But it's mm. I'm all right with it. Um, I wonder if um, I don't. We don't board know if they're male or female, but it, he's if, male. Uh, oh, okay, let's call him BGH. <laughs> okay. If BGH ever sits back and thinks, "Well, oh, I'll have a look. I'll have a look back, say seven years back, and see how <laughs> games up, how that how that went." Yeah. Now, what worried me about Russell, the film log man, is that he he kept no record of whether he liked them or, or any view, not even a sentence on the film, oh. just the recording of what he'd seen and where. Oh, that's I don't shame. understand why. We've, um, also, we've... I think there's a fair amount of lying about what films. Do, yeah, do you ever do that? Uh, what, yeah. When you say you've liked certain films, well, no, when or when you say, say you've seen them, you've ever seen? Have you ever seen blah blah blah? Sometimes I'll say that I have. Oh, I lied about Blade Runner for about fifteen years. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you wouldn't want that with him, though, would you? Because you know, you say to him, "Oh, have you ever seen One Hundred and One Dalmatians?" And he says, "Hang on, let me check." Exactly. Yeah. And he's there for three hours looking through his. Yeah. Hold you up. see, this is when it comes in useful being Michael Owen. You've only got the eight. <laughs> That's five. Is it five? No, it's eight, I believe, and one of them is Seabiscuit. It, God, it hasn't come in useful being Michael Owen for ages. <laughs> now we've, we've been reminded. Unless you're a fan of the little short pens. Um, John Barton <laughs> says, I keep a note of all my baths and showers in my diary. <laughs> that is a good. <laughs> I like him. That is good. Excellent. One would guess, you see, that that would be a daily occurrence, but maybe not. <laughs> a little insight into his cleanliness <laughs> habits there. Um, but maybe he has more than one a day. 064 has texted, my friend Roger kept a book from the age of 18 to 41 which documented every <laughs> Sunday league football game he'd played in, recorded a running tally of goals he scored and detailed descriptions of each one of them from Cursed and Canuck. Uh, so do you think there's something very admirable about it? Yeah. 
I mean, I bet that started in a sort of a spirit of getting better. Like, oh, if I write it down, I'll be able to work on it. And then by the end, it's just a habit. um, Mm. There was a well-known footballer who did it. God, what was his name? Played up front for West Ham. Um, Dean Ashton. No. But, um, this is good radio. On Talk Sport, this would be gold. Absolute <laughs> gold. <laughs> but yeah, and he kept clippings and descriptions of each goal and everything. Bill wow. Wyman was another bloke. We need to ask him. He didn't play up front da- for West Ham. No. Like, Danny Baker, Everton. you see, if he would know the answer to that, wouldn't he? Yes, he would. Yeah. Well, he wouldn't, not from my clue. Proud up front for West Ham. Okay. Is very oh, I, I even guessed at the wrong team as well, Aston Villa on it. Um, but. Uh, yeah. What was I? Um, oh yeah, Bill Wyman kept a record of every Stones gig, kept ticket stubs, really? stuff like that. Mm. Loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. No. <laughs> I used to go into an Irish pub where the manager, whenever you walked through the doors, would go, no. We've had. Oh, sorry. Okay, move on. <laughs> A message oh, in. A message? From Plastico Gonzalez. Ah, no. Plastico. Do you remember <laughs> last week? Of course I He remember. got in touch. I can't remember why. No, me neither. Anyway. Uh, no. What, what was he was commenting? Will you both stop looking at the television? I'm going to have to turn it off. I'm not looking. <laughs> you're, but, Alan, looking all you're doing is staring at the TV. I'm not looking at the television. <clears throat> I was no. looking at you. Okay, good. I've just got a wonky Sound eye. like an abusive boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um... Plastico Gonzalez has said, email corner sounds sublime. Just one thing, it's Plastico, not Plastico. Hashtag desk hearts. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I, I prefer Plastico. Me as well. Plastico Me. sounds a bit... Well... I'm going to call him Plastico. Mm. No, <laughs> Some yeah. people say Plastic. I'm, I'm going to call him uh, Plasto. Isn't that an area of London? That is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK. See, so, uh, Plastico... Also, if it's a made-up name, oh, don't we all own our own version of it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like when you see a great painting, my interpretation is worth as much as that of the artist. Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it was Valentine's Day last week. Can I mention that? Oh. This is my belly, for any of you who want to know what it what sounds like. What do you on Valentine's Day mentions? Is uh, that a thing? Well, I saw... You've been hypnotised. Over at yours, year. you had a balloon left over from Valentine's Day. Well, I, I noted. What, I went, um... We went out for a meal, and we went to a a, a local restaurant. And curry house. It was a curry house. That was my actually. stomach. Did Sorry. I hear my tummy rumble as we mentioned food? Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. As it's fashion week. Exactly. We're just ready for an improvised gig. <laughs> so we went, and it was one of these places where the ladies were given a single red rose. Oh, lovely. And also, as we left, the manager very kindly <coughs> said, would you like um, some balloons for your for your little one? I said, well, I, it, it might stop the uh, circulation. That's my worry. <laughs> um, so, I didn't see that version of art. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm afraid nowadays it's the only version of art I have. But anyway, um, I feel this has gone a bit late night. I know, but we don't do it often. No, no. Again. First part of trouble. That's because the helium, it just doesn't last. So... I, um, I, uh, so, so we, we walked home with Kath holding a single red rose and two heart-shaped balloons. Oh, one of those occasions I really wanted to be papped. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then I could be used by a lowbrow magazine. 
um, when I say Lobra, I mean one that isn't published by Bauer, yeah. um, <laughs> who own the station. God bless them. Um, I, I published as a, in a magazine in one of those competitions, which like. What occasion was Frank Skinner celebrating? <laughs> um, texting, blah, blah, blah. Your text yeah. will cost £9.50. Yeah. And you'll win uh, a My Little Pony. Yeah. One of those things. Uh, we were so Valentine's Day. Mm. We were so... What's that one? So money.com. I can't remember what the other bit is. It's money supermarket, isn't it? Is it? Yes, oh, we yeah. will sell that. But, you know. I'll tell you something that happened. Now, where, where would you interpret this? Me and... Uh, my my partner, Kath, and I bought each other the same Valentine's card. No oh, way. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's a good sign, though. I think that is a, a great sign. That suggests A, we're on the same wavelength, and B, neither of us could be bothered to walk further than 50 yards to the shop. That oh, was, was it from the news Never mind the same the wavelength. You're on the same street. That's what I'm thinking. I know. <laughs> but it, it was the... I thought that was... I felt good that we'd chosen. I think that's lovely. Yes, it was. It was. In many ways, my wife and I got each other the same cards by not getting any cards. That's. um, (laughs) How do you not get that? Can I say that's less lovely? Yes, (laughs) it is a bit less lovely. And Um, we also. This is a bit odd. I always buy Kath um, a dozen red roses. Not that original. Oh yeah. No, this this year she also bought me a dozen red roses. Oh. Oh, quite camp. I was. So we had 24 red roses, and then the single red rose from the... From the so we had right. 25 red roses. It looked like Cheryl Cole's lumber region <laughs> in our living room. And I, I thought that was a bit too much. Did you? But anyway, um, I'll tell you about... We, we bought each of the gifts as well, which I think were um, quite unusual. <coughs> New cars. But, no, I'm just thinking, if, <laughs> if you had a gastric system that was, was motorbike influence. Yeah. <coughs> um, anyway, adverts, I think. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. <laughs> there is a reason that people stop presenting radio shows when they get to a certain age. Yes. Just when that Would you song, care to elaborate? That song was ending, asking, oh, where's, where's my headphones gone? Where's my headphones? They were actually just round my neck where I always put them. Oh, dear. Oh, I believe God. I said, they're round your neck, darling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Still, it's all right. It'll be over soon. Um, we've had a text. I'm not sure if this has got uh, even more profoundness after that escapade. Mm. Hi, Frank, Lord pr- Skinner. Profundity. Profundity. Uh, just wondering if you would ever go on Lip Sync Battle UK. <laughs> and who would you battle against? <laughs> I fell off my now, chair. Now Sorry. Emily's fallen off a chair. Sorry. Can you two get it together? Let's put <laughs> it on a radio show, guys. It's all right. You're holding, you're holding, you're <laughs> a rock. Yes. Um, would you ever go on Lip Sync Battle UK? That's what the question is. And who would you battle against? Well, I don't think you can. I, th- I, don't, I don't think it's been given a new... Did it not get the permission. nod? No, I don't think it's had the nod. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's not, it's not returning. Oh, I'm not no. sure if it is, but anyway... Oh, don't say As that. you were. Has Lip Sync synced? Apparently it paid very well. And they synced. threw everything at it, including even the kitchen lip sync. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I actually was going to do it. I said I agreed to do the first series. Oh. Mm-hmm. But then what happened? You were, you were in the car on the way there and you still had your headphones on ma- from the we, house, didn't we you? We couldn't make it work, dear. We just <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was given a choice, I think. Well, he was doing his skits at the oh. late night skits show. Oh, I see. I was given a choice of Kelly Osborne or Dita Von Teese. Right. Mm. Lucky man. You're a very lucky man, Frank yeah. Skinner. <laughs> but, um, it didn't happen, unfortunately. I was Which looking forward to it. Which would you have gone for out of interest? Um, well, it was mainly about dates, dear. I mean, <laughs> I suppose I've met Kelly Osborne, so it would have been more exciting to meet Dieter Von Tees. Well, he had travels in a small mobile um, champagne glass <laughs> at oh. all times. Um, but I'd, I'd be happy to shout up to her. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have to when she works with you. You have to hold the bot- bottom steady, like when when you're working with someone up a ladder. Yes, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it didn't happen. <gasps> but I'd like to have done it. <gasps> I had my songs lined up and everything. Seven oh one. Yeah, has texted us. We have a witness. Oh. Do you remember last week you talked about an embarrassing incident where you told someone to get a life? Yes. Someone saw you do that. Okay, we'll be back after this. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, 701 mm-hmm. witnessed the incident, he says, in Deal. Hello, all. I witnessed Frank's get a life in Deal. Oh, dear. This is when you shouted at a man to get a life. <laughs> well, this is a man, in case you weren't listening last week, I, um, yeah, yeah, I, in order to get past his wife on a narrow walkway, I said, excuse me, and he said, please. Mm. And um, we debated that, and I suggested that he got a life, which I, I said, yeah. I look back as a bit, well, mm, Rob, a bit poor. Rob says you, you did indeed say that, and just to identify himself and prove he was there, he says, I was the guy five minutes before who spoke to him about the podcast. Do you recall him? Um, Remember who? Okay. Yeah, but I don't think he was in the vicinity to hear the. Uh, was he? Of course he, he was. was. He was tailing me. He was tailing you. <laughs> podcast listeners, that's what oh, they like, okay. aren't they? They're, uh, I mean, we love them, but they're nerds and they would follow you if they met you in the street, Are of course. They, uh, they right. do. Yeah, I, meet more I love more that about them. them. Yeah, me too. Well, I think we're increasing in popularity. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I had a gentleman approach me on the tube the other day. What? I mean, uh, really? what again? <laughs> you met a legend, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It takes um, gods to approach someone on the I, tube. Can I just say, don't come up to me, please, uh, <laughs> when I haven't go got well? any makeup on. Okay? Don't shout, love the podcast, Emily, when I've got no makeup. That's not going to happen. No, I, 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 I lo- he was a lovely young boy, and thank you very much, but no makeup. Right. But no how, how can they tell from a distance? By the time mm. they've got close to you, they've committed. From a distance. Yeah. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> that? that was such an old dad's thing to do. <laughs> what song was that? <laughs> from a distance. By who? I can't remember. Bette Midler. Bette Midler, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, there's a uh, Four Tops one. From What's a distance. <laughs> no, there's From a distance. I can't Hitler. believe this link has ended up like this. <laughs> four tops. <laughs> I blame myself. Maybe she covered the four tops. I'll tell you who I would. I mean, she was a, quite a woman <laughs> in her youth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who would know. We've had a text here. My partner has recorded every book she has ever read for years, and a friend's dad has a list of every song he's ever heard with a rating out of five. That can't... What? Oh, every song he's ever heard? So he's he... now got to write from a distance. <laughs> 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 I'm, he, not, I'm not hopeful of a high one. You can't one. listen to the radio, because that would be torment. Like, it, the, yeah. the admin. I mean, we, we we put out as little music as we can get away <laughs> with, but even so, 
Even so, you'd have to have one of those cricket scoreboards. <laughs> so, were you for topsing or bet meddling it? Can I, we just establish? I don't know. I don't know. From oh. a distance, ooh, I'm four tops. Sure that. Bet Midler. Well, I mean, she could have covered um, a, a four top song. That's possible. Well, someone will know out there. That's okay. the great thing about our crowd. They know everything. Thank you. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Jason Clogg has texted in. Jason Clogg? Yeah. Okay. From a Distance mm-hmm. was sung by Nancy Griffith, Be- Bette Midler, and then by Sir Cliff. What? No four tops? No. That's ca- I, I, oh. I, I owned it by the four tops. I think I saw them do it live. No. I used to be a big fan of the four tops. Well, obviously not that big. I told a lie <laughs> in order to get... Well, I, I maintain, I would put money on the fact that they did From a Distance. Okay. I uh, I saw them at the Belgrade Theatre in Coventry and I was so desperate to get down and shake the hands of the likes of uh, Abdul Fakir that uh, was one of their one of their people that uh, I pretended to the osher that uh, my girlfriend had dropped her purse over the edge so we went down to get it and I went up and shook hands with the four tops that's how keen I was this was in my uh, Tamler period Okay. Okay. Is that another impression of no one? Yeah. <laughs> no, but he's on, he's got us onto the subject of music, which I'm pleased about because mm-hmm. I would like to discuss the Grammys with you. Oh yes. Both Is that those old Russian women that was in the Eurovision <laughs> Song Contest? <laughs> oh, I love they were, they what were good. To them. Well, I think we can guess what happened to them. <laughs> what, three, three dead, two in a gulag. <laughs> oh no, that's the people on the jump. Oh right. <laughs> Um, so, there was a lot of controversy <laughs> with these Grammys. Mm-hmm. Firstly, Sir Paul McCartney. Oh, yes. I mean, did you see this, boys? He oh, was yeah. turned away from Tiger with a wise post-Grammy party. Yeah. And he was told, no, you're not coming in. I watched, did you see the video? I watched the whole thing. It was him, there I was Beck, the there was the Foo Fighters drama or I whatever. I watched the video twice. Yes. I, th- I have to say, the, the Foo Fighters drama had less <laughs> of an argument. <laughs> Sir <laughs> Paul McCartney and he was a chancer and Beck yeah and Beck I mean although yeah. Sir Paul did say how VIP do we got to get that, yeah, I I mean, that I was a very good line I didn't like the grammar in that I didn't because he's well his know. wife's American yeah you know, these people not, can't help it I thought he was yeah. being like did Labyrinth get in <laughs> Labyrinth <laughs> you know Labyrinth yeah. yeah I've recently discovered Labyrinth was it's quite a big story for those completely passed me by. So you... I'm imagining he was in well, there. Well, to be honest, I would hope that there was Labyrinth in there because if I'm going in a nightclub that's got a tiger in it, I'd, I'd want there to be. You know, <laughs> yes. I can't believe he was trying that after am, what happened I mean, to Siegfried I, and Roy. I am, I am a man who couldn't find his headphones on his head. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard a tiger. Is he? Is he? Have you not heard, heard of tiger? Not heard a tiger? Is he a big star? Yes, and he goes yeah. out with Kylie Jenner. Oh, does oh, he? Oh, does he? Is that um, not the one that used to be Bruce? No, it's his daughter. Oh, okay, her daughter. Then. It's um, Kim Kardashian's sister. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure she's lovely. They're a handsome family. If mm. foolish. <laughs> um, okay. Did you know Tiger? Alan? I I didn't know. I wasn't aware of Charlie. His, did uh, you know Tiger? His work. Charlie didn't. 
But I if love you the go onto his Manca... website, is it, does it have ooh, that tiger, ooh, that tiger, ooh, that tiger, ooh, that tiger, ooh, that tiger. Help me out of this. Ooh, that tiger, ooh, that tiger. Doom, 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 ooh, that tiger. Maybe. Does that help you out of it? Maybe. I bet he's never heard it. Even though he's called Tiger, but he's never heard that song. And that is what's gone wrong. There's been a disconnect. Yeah. When I saw Paul McCartney mm. uh, poke his little head around that door, someone was coming out, and you just saw a little slither of what life was like inside there, inside that hallowed VIP area. Oh, yeah. And the noise and the dreadful people. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, I think you've dodged a bullet, Paul. I think I wouldn't want to be inside there. It looked like Hades. I don't think we should say that Paul McCartney has dodged, dodged <laughs> a bullet. That seems to be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so slightly. <laughs> yeah, but, but you um, know what I mean, Frank. <laughs> I it do, but... I, I, but don't you, you think it looks horrible? I can't think of many people who are more famous than Paul McCartney. No. As he says, what you got to do. <laughs> um, yeah, he did... It, it, there was a slightly... Uh, emboldening himself where he went oh I think we're going to have to write another hit guys yeah, so, no. like that. I don't think he should have committed to that at this stage <laughs> <laughs> he might not be getting in anywhere for a while well they yeah. did they had that Blackbird one didn't they oh, Blackbird <laughs> singing in the dead end that's that been a while top? Best, best Beatles no. song ever and they did that from a distance <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um, I don't even I'm... notice his gum chewing he was Chewing his gum like like what? he had a piece of gum in, and all the way through the cliff, he's like, who was McCartney? That was right. That's why coping with right. I, I oh. just assumed that he was rehabbing a dislocated jaw. I don't know what else well. it could be, but it was fevered, it was fevered gum chewing. Oh, let's have a look at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was once going to the before I did before I hosted the Brits. I went mm. to the Brits a couple of times, and I went there. And I went to go to this exclusive sort of backstage party, oh, and they yeah. wouldn't they wouldn't let me in. Oh, no. And um, Michael Hutchins came over and vouched for me. Head- oh well, we'd met him together, Frank. Yes, head to toe in velvet, he was always oh, collecting the lint. But <laughs> I was, um, I, I I remember walking past the bouncer when Michael Hutchins had come up. I just slightly clutched his upper arm. And smiled. It was oh, a lovely moment. Well done. Oh, I'd gone be led in by the Lizard King. We've <laughs> <laughs> all been there, being yes. turned away from. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! I haven't. Oh, oh, no, yeah, I have. no, it has happened to me. I, I just styled it out. Yes. You've got it in. I think Paul McCartney styled it out. I thought. I thought his his reproach. His approach. It wasn't a reproach. It was a. Pro- was that a Friday? I don't know. But um, I liked him. Good night. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've had another text saying that I sound like I'm... uh, In the bathroom. It says under the table, actually. Under the table. It's been a while. Um, (laughs) Somebody gives me hiccups. We've got a a good text in for for you. Oh, yeah? The Four Tops did do a cover of From a Distance in 1981. There you go, darling. It's the sixth track on their album Tonight. Ah, Yes. Oh, you've got that, have you? Uh, uh, yes. Really? Somewhere. On vinyl, mm. probably. It probably is on vinyl, yeah. But um, mm. it, I was correct. Mm. Oh, I know me tops. <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about that. Um, so the Grammys. Oh, the Grammys, yes. Yeah. So first you had... Sorry, Alan. 
I was just going to say, is it, is it common knowledge that Paul McCartney and Beck are mates? That was a bit of uh, a, a mm. snapshot. They might have into... just have hooked up that what night. What do you think? They met at the party? And yeah, they, they might like... have met at the door. You think he was like, queue? oh, you're going to the party, Tiger. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> and Beck said, why, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll be going with you, uh, yeah, Mr. Jump McCartney. Jump it's, uh, Sir Paul, actually. Sir Paul, <laughs> what the hell name is that? <laughs> to my back out the way. <laughs> I've done there, my backing. There was another incident with Adele. Oh, her yeah, sound yeah. went wrong. Yes, the, the mics fell onto the piano strings. She well, had a nightmare, didn't she? She had a nightmare. Well, did the, did the oh. mics fall? Off? Oh, do you think they didn't? What do you think? Well, I, I mean, she's got a beautiful voice, Adele. Sounded terrible for about um, 20 seconds. Mm. I thought maybe she just, you know, had a bit of a wobble. We all have them. Mm. Um, I don't know what you mean. Well, um, What have you heard She about said she gigs? regretted um, pushing through and that she wishes she Well, we've she'd... all regretted that. <laughs> mm-hmm. she, she, wish, she wishes <laughs> that she just stopped and said, no, I can't do this, it sounds wrong. Like um, thing he did once on The Voice... Who was the woman with the fringe on the voice? Oh. You know, Jay. I think you might Jay, have to narrow Jay, it Jay, down. Jamie Jay, Jay. Come Jessie on. J. Jessie J. Jessie J. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. And um, who is Gaza? <laughs> <laughs> and she started to do a live thing, and she just stopped and said, no, the sound's wrong. Do you remember that live Did on she? television? Oh. I'm sure she, she got some guts. Well, it was uh, similar to when I saw Russell Grant's live show, oh, yeah. and the feather boa got caught up in the coat stand. Oh God, I thought you were going to say in <laughs> some sort of <laughs> agricultural machinery, and he was killed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'm looking forward to seeing his picture on the Oscar tributes section. And a says. <laughs> Sorry, I think you and a stagehand. Imagine if he came <laughs> up on the Oscar tributes thing. Like people say, well, what? Who the hell is that? <laughs> a stagehand came over to fix it and he went, no, leave that. Leave that now. Oh, dear. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, he was angry. Imagine. He's a lovely man, though. No, we're, we're not <laughs> condemning his um, human essence. Mm. Not at all. He's fabulous. Anyway. Can I say that when I sang Three Lions uh, 98 live on TFI Friday, <laughs> um, can I that point was bad. out. Yeah, can I point out that a, a microphone had fallen on the piano? Oh, yeah. String. Why was that so bad? I didn't realise it at line. the time, but looking back, that's ex- exactly what happened. Also, it stayed there for the whole song. No uh-huh. one moved it. Do you know I'd forgotten how bad that was? It was absolutely. T- it's the, well, one of the worst things I've ever heard. Can I just say, young people, Google it. I couldn't believe it. And I knew Is it on YouTube? At the time. Uh, well, if it isn't, could someone upload it? Because, Frank, <laughs> you came out of it quite badly. David Baddiel... No, we were both terrible. I mean, well, usually, you... <laughs> I, I don't think he'd argue with this. I sang better than him. But on this mm. case, we both went to the very depths. But, you know, if there's a mic on the piano strings, what can <laughs> you do? Enough. I was trapped. <laughs> she said um, she cried for the whole of the next day. Thinking about it. And that reminded me when I hosted the Brits. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the whole day, but I certainly cried um, as long until I recalled my fee. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. We've got a problem, I'm afraid. Um, what? We've turned the show into something of a pop quiz, accidentally. Have um, we? Yeah. 
We've uh, we've had a text here. Hi, from a distance wasn't written until 1987. So if the Four Tops did a song called that, it was not the same song. That's from Neil Noel Rowland. Sorry. Well, I think I sang their, their version. And we've also had a text saying the producer's phone tops, is going off. Four Tops album tonight released 1981 has from a distance on it but don't think release as a single so they could have sung it at a concert frank is right i think there you go but that that contradicts i think we've, the... I think we've established that they did a song called from a distance okay um i mean it's hard to look back now from a distance <laughs> <laughs> by the way my spectacles which i bought recently which were based on um the spectacles that gregory Peck. Yes. Well, when he played Africa's and can I say all they over the papers today. Also, rather the fine of, on you. Yeah, thank you. But because of the death of Harper Lee, they're mm-hmm. everywhere. I bought just in time. Oh yeah, they'll be sold out. Oh, there's going to be. It's like it's like, it's like when people who bought pork bellies just before the great pork belly rush. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they'll be worth a fortune. These glasses now. Now yeah. Harper Lee's gone down. God bless her. <laughs> um, so. Um, and what about, did you see Johnny Depp's band? Yes. I didn't. Did you guys? I did, yeah. I did. Was it good? Is it a Hollywood super Vampires. Group? Is it a super group? That's it's what they call Alice it, isn't Cooper it? singing on it. Super? Well... Super Cooper, I It was a bit it. Tom Jones at the start of The Voice, you know, and they all have to sing together and <laughs> yeah. it's a bit weird. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. it is. Um, they had Alice Cooper, mm-hmm. a man from Guns N' Roses. That's what Doff. his name is. Joe Perry, who I believe is an Aerosmith. Right. Uh, d- uh, Doff from... Uh, Oh, is it? Guns and Roses. It was the bloke who said that he, he drank um, seven... No, he drank a gallon of vodka a day, he said. Oh. Oh. He sounds, did not. That sounds unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big lie. I didn't like... One thing I didn't like was when Alice Cooper was talking about them... And he said, the thing about the vampires is we have to carefully schedule gigs for the vampires. I thought, don't call them the vampires like it's the stones and everyone no. knows them. This is the first time they perform. No, he is right about the carefully scheduling gigs, though, because daylight can ruin their <laughs> gigs. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All running water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they won't be doing any churches. <laughs> there was one slightly off-sounding guitar. It went a bit three lines. Well, there was a <laughs> microphone on the piano <laughs> strings. Yeah, but out of all of those men in the Hollywood vampires who's your finger pointing at i know who's mine jd is. do you think uh, of course it is come on i love he doesn't know what he's it's doing JD. In the he doesn't world. know he's, you, he's you don't know what you're stuff. doing yeah, my stuff. favorite quote from uh, the johnny depp people he said that johnny has to balance his commitment to the vampires with his commitments to um <laughs> filming the invisible man movie <laughs> <laughs> i thought what well, a scope for a day off or two with that one isn't it? <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Yes, I'm not sure about those Hollywood vampires. And also, they've all got hats. Oh, do now, they? We I... all know when the man, the middle-aged man wears a hat, it just makes me nervous. Many yes. a certain age, yeah. I, um, I saw... Um, who was the bloke who was married to... Um... I'm having a slight problem with names. Oh, the woman I think who's I know. now oh, married this. It's to so pensioner. Jamie Lee James. Jamie Lee Curtis. Earl James Jones. James. Early <laughs> James. Is it Brian Christopher Guest married to Jamie Lee Curtis? No. His is name it? was um, Jamie Earl James Jones. James. <laughs> There's no such person. <laughs> he was married JJ, to. That's what people he's call married him. to the woman. The woman who now is married to Brad Pitt. 
feel I, I feel a bit like I'm talking to my grandma. You're talking now. about uh, no. You're talking about Tom. No, it's not Tommy. Tommy Lee yes, Tommy. No, he wasn't mad to Angelina Jolie. Tommy Lee Miller. Tommy uh, Lee Jones. Johnny Miller. No, leave it with me, I'll go Tommy there. Lee Jones was married to No, Angelina. he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he was. He, no, he wasn't. No, Johnny Miller was. No. No. Bobby. Yeah, he, he was. I tell you, he played, <laughs> in, he played um, Jane, the Janus-faced man. Yeah. In, um, What's his name? Anyway. I think it is Tommy Lee Jones. No, that's it? not. Anyway, him. Yeah. I, he had a band. I saw them play. Bobby uh, Lee something. <laughs> it is. <laughs> anyway. Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> um, yes, him. Anyway, so you're all laughing at me for not knowing him. No, you don't know him. I can't believe uh, I can't remember yeah. that. He was married Billy to Bob Thornton. Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton, yes. Charlie I, the producer. I've been in his chocolate <laughs> cabin. <laughs> but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yes, God. well, he, he was married to Angelina Jolie, was he? Uh, yes, he yes. was, yeah. Didn't she carry a file of his blood around her neck or something like that? Yes, and thank Did you for she? all the people who texted in Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Billy Bob. <laughs> it was Billy Bob. Mm. I should have known it was again in Billy another Bob. hour. He, Billy Bob. <laughs> Billy Bob. Also, 546 okay. says, Morning, Frank, I keep a spreadsheet of all the Bucks Fizz records I own. So far, it's over 200 from all over the world. Bucks Fizz fan in Norwich. Fantastic. Congratulations. Mm. There you go. Oh, so he's buying them with different covers. Is that what he's doing? From all over the world? Or yeah, from live concerts? Different pr- 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 releases. I see. That's my guess. He's a completist, a box for his completist. What's wrong with that? No, it's not. I'm not I work with just... a producer who does a lot of uh, big TV shows. Look him up, uh, Spencer Millman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And his dad made the, the Velcro skirts for ripping off in, that the, in is the making your um, mind, mind up. Thing. So, um, is that just, all he did, or did he do something else? Um, no, he just did that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he well, he'd retire there. after that. And they kept him in a hotel room. <laughs> they just left the food by the door uh-huh. until they were ready for the skirts, <laughs> and, and that was it. That was his life done. <laughs> but um, in many ways, he achieved more than than a great many of us do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've had some great news in on the text messages, guys. <laughs> we were, we had a, I mean, the last link was, it was a, a bit it's, like verbal spaghetti about scattergun. Billy Bob Thornton, Johnny Lee Miller. Tommy Lee Jones. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the ballet link, but it was, it was a different kind <laughs> of strange, no, was, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was I, 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 Can I tell you what it was? It was dressing room of the Golden Girls. <laughs> it was. <laughs> That's really what it sounded like. It was. I had a minor breakdown. Yeah. Well... Tommy, Johnny, Lee, Tommy. Great, Tommy Lee, Johnny Great Lee. news, guys. Paul has texted in, and, I mean, I would have read this anyway, but here it is. It says, Alan is, brackets as always, exclamation mark, Alan is as always right. Angelina <laughs> Jolie was... <laughs> Can't that about yourself. <laughs> I can. Angelina <laughs> Jolie was married to Johnny Lee Miller in the late 90s. Yeah. Married Billy Bob before deciding that trailer park names were bad luck and settled for single barrel forename. Brad. Yes. You're welcome. That's what I said. I said mm. that she was married to Johnny Lee well, Miller yeah, and you both that. said no. I didn't say no, I just said that wasn't Billy Bob Thornton. You said oh. she was married to Jamie Lee Curtis, Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said Tommy Lee Jones... Yeah. Mm, no, I don't. I don't John Lee I... Hooker, I think, was. Oh, mentioned. let's not go down this road He's again. He's good. He yeah. was good. 
Well, anyway, we got that it was Billy Bob. Anyway, I, I didn't tell. I saw his band at the Union Chapel in Islington in North oh, yeah. London. Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah. I walked out after four songs. It was so terrible. Oh, really? Was it Maybe worse him. than uh, your performance of Three Lions on TFI Friday? Well, it was worse in that um, I think we accepted that we weren't good. And um, I right. think Billy, Billy Bob. Billy Bob's a man who um, probably takes himself a little seriously, even though he's got two abbreviated forenames. <laughs> <laughs> if he was called, um, what would it be, W.R. Thornton? I suspect he speaks like your old oil prospector, Frank. I don't remember him. T- he, he said something about when he got depressed and he didn't leave, uh, he didn't leave his room for two years or something like that. Oh. And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I'm starting to envy you that. <laughs> At least he didn't come to the gig like this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he had his... I think we can say he had Angelina's golden years. So there's pluses. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. In a bit, in a bit, into the mic. Go on. They're speaking the mic. People are saying... OK. The calling, the calling, for calling's been my ruin. I'll go no more, the calling with you, fair mind. There's a mic falling on the piano. <laughs> I, I don't know. There's a mic on I'll the piano. Have a, I'll have a mead, please. You, <laughs> mic on the piano, I know. You know this I thing know. with Adele saying, oh, the sound was wrong? Adel. Was there not... She addled. <laughs> she addled. <laughs> Was there not a point that afternoon where they went, one, two, testing, <laughs> one, two? Because that seems to be, like, the industry standards. They, they don't do that anymore. They don't do that? No. Nah. Oh. You can't do that in the current climate. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think you have to do it in Sanskrit. Mm. Oh, fair enough. Um, what did you Lady speak fancy? Oh, yes, Lady Gaga. Oh, well, we, we were talking about the Grammys, and she did this um, David Bowie tribute. Ha! <laughs> yeah. Did she, you watch it? Well, I did. Did you see it, Al? I have not seen it, but I hear there was a brouhaha about the Gaga. Well, um, I mean, the, the brouhaha was about the fact that she um, bookended it, uh-huh. if that's the word, mm. with two adverts for Intel. Yes. I don't really know what Intel is. It's something I've read. It's Intel. a Pentium processor. Yeah. I don't know what that it's is either. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded really convincing, I've seen it on a laptop. <laughs> when they said Intel, I thought... I it's got, got the no four... Idea. Or something, hasn't it? Has it? Yes, that's his little. And someone. It's one of those urban myths that someone is a multimillionaire as a result of those four notes. Oh, really? But. but, So that's been the fuss that she Mm. did a tribute to Bowie, which was um, bookended by an advert for Intel, Mm -hmm. which seems poor taste. Mm. Uh, but no one's mentioned that the medley of Bowie hits she did was terrible. There must Mm. have been another mic on the. On the piano. It sounds like the piano is where they good. keep the mics at this concert. What, also, but when you do a medley, they have to work. The songs have to blend into each other. So it would go, mm. "Let's dance, good and <laughs> sing the blues." Is the life on? I mean, it was really, it was sob jive, Bonnie. It was. It was rubbish. I once saw Zoe Springsteen at the Barn Social Club in Aston. It was a woman <laughs> in her mid forties who came on and said, "Clap your hands if you love Tamla Motown," and she did a Tamla Motown medley that was better than what. Lady Gaga did the other night. Lady Partly Gaga. because she slightly misjudged the length of her dress, so when she rose her hands above her head to clap, there was a pants moment. I don't think it was, was deliberate. There? I think had it been deliberate, she'd have, to be honest, she'd have chosen better pants. 
But it was. M and S stripies. They were stripy. Do you know? Um, I also I found the con- the constant costume changes. It was a bit Opportunity Knox impressionist, delving into the suitcase behind the whole him. Thing was. I mean, I can't have that. Not just the advertising, but the advertising surrounding something mm. terrible. As far as I'm concerned, she's finished in our house. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And we're in a different studio, which is why we sound slightly differently. But we're still bringing the same jocularity to... Yeah. You know, it's a bit good still morning, bringing morning. you uh, good times on a Saturday morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, and apparently the, there's been a, another brouhaha. It's not just Lady Gaga. It's all brouhaha. Um, apparently, um, Jerry Halliwell has ah. been accused, accused of changing her accent. She was on Bake Off or something. She won, yeah. she won it, um, I think. Mediterranean tart. Spoil- Aye, uh, come on. <laughs> yep, that was one of the other contestants. Let's <laughs> move on. Chocolate tray bake. Ah, oh, tray mm. bon. Uh, tray bake. <laughs> ginger jumper as well, which is, I oh. believe, what she calls her husband. <laughs> um, <laughs> she won, didn't she? No, she did a thing called the ginger jumper, which was a tribute to Greg Rutherford, the uh, the, gin- the ginger haired um, um, long jumper. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. That's kind. They had to do a sports theme. Oh, that's yeah. right, yeah. I mean, she won. I mean, she's got a great amount of stick for doing a programme free. Mm. To raise money for people in the third world. Oh, he's such a mm. Halliwell apologist. What a, what, a, what a monster she is. Well, but it wasn't that. The, the they were cross of... about. People gave her stick because they said she changed her accent. They said she's a girl from Watford. That's what was so endearing about her. And Hold on a minute. Whenever <laughs> was When was the public endeared by Jerry? She's always been the one who's oh, had the most no. stick. No, you just like to think that because then you feel you're supporting the underdog. He loves well, an underdog. I know. I don't, I don't, like, I don't loves... like gingerism. No, but she right. was the one men fancied the most. Was she? Yeah, always. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, the point is, she had this posh accent, apparently. Huh? And everyone kept saying on Twitter, why is she talking like this? Now, if you've got increased cash flow, you're going to be hanging around with poshans. Is I that, guess that's why. Is her husband posh? Christian um, Horner. Um... I would imagine so. I I imagine so. They are married. (laughs) 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 Now, if he's posh, sometimes you can hang around with people and pick up their accents. Yes. This is is, a bit embarrassing, isn't it? This is why the royal family aren't allowed to marry into the working classes. They'd be ruined forever. But Kath, certainly, when I first went out She's got more Birmingham since she's been with you. Yeah, she had some Birmingham vowels. Right. Mm. So I just think um, she's accidentally fallen into the posh society, and uh, I don't think it's deliberate. Do I love putting on a posh voice, though, when I've got to make just phone calls. She was baking. Just baking sort of elevates your social status because it's all like high tea. Oh, we're having cake, and so even then, just talking about baking, I went a bit posher. Well, let me let me refer to you to Greg's. Right, yeah, they do a lot of baking. (laughs) They do a lot of baking. I think they've managed to stay close to their roots. I've not ever really baked. Does a potato count? I don't think it does. No, it's interesting that. I've done that. That'd be good if I was on Celebrity Bake Off. For a start, there would be a question mark about the booking policy. But if they went, and now it's over to Alan, and he's done a potato. 
Well, I... <laughs> I liked the accent. I thought it was... Uh, well, Jerry's accent. I thought it suited her. You didn't? Well... Uh, she looked like a really good edit of the Duchess of York. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. To be honest, Which I can't judge... Which we've all yearned for. <laughs> I can't judge, Frank, because I do put on a slightly faux East End accent do if you? I get in a cab sometimes. You're doing it now? No. No, I'll just say, all right, mate, just round here. Oh, I know what you mean. You don't. Wow. I do a little bit, because I want to bond with him. <laughs> I do. I've done that with certain boyfriends as well. <laughs> that, just you... ones that don't speak quite as, quite, you know, speak Good differently. English. Unfortunately, yeah. I've never been out with any Wild West old-timers. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I could have done that as well. well you could have fooled me. <laughs> I, um, I once, I remember, I did teacher training at the school for a day. Mm. And for some reason, when I spoke to the class, I did it in the voice of Merseyside poet Roger McGough. No. Good morning, everyone, and how are you? And honestly, I didn't know it. Once I'd started, of course, I was stuck with it. Yeah. Paul, don't do that, please. <laughs> anyway, now we're going to talk about... And I really did. I could hear it in my head, and I was trapped. I was Roger McGough for the whole day. Can I say I respect you two for keeping your accents? There's many people that come up to the big smoke and change their ways. Not you two. Not Frank and Alan. I think mine has, um, has been slightly watered down. Yeah, me too. Because I know when I go to West Brom games, I feel it crank back up again. Right. But I'll say, what can you do? You caught a nothing, can you? Not a word. Didn't Why is Adrian Charles's accent so much stronger than yours? <laughs> it's well, so it's, strong. He tries harder, do The middle classes <laughs> do. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So, um, what were we talking about? Yeah, it's interesting in the same way that Christopher Eccleston and Julie Walters were saying that it's a massive advantage in the acting profession to have a posh accent. Which I think is definitely true. Yeah. I'm never going to be Sherlock Holmes, am I? Um, Watson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cool, put that there, my man. That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> You'd be true. restricted, certainly. Yeah. In so, the roles that you could play. Or, or you could act, up, dear. So, so Je- maybe Jerry's thought, you know, it's time to, um, if you can't beat them, join them. Also, social mobility and all that. I know, but when they have elocution lessons, you, one can always tell. Well, she once bought me eight pairs of pants, and I suppose I've always loved her since then. Did she? She did. That's nice. Was it a special occasion, or did you... Uh... What's a collective noun for pants? About. Anyone? Is pants? it, um, is it oh. a, a murder of pants? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, crows, isn't it? That's crows, yeah. <laughs> I think a murder of pants is a really bad night out, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, You've yeah. got to be careful. A gaggle, a gaggle of pants. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but uh, maybe I'm... Actually, I'm exaggerating. I think it was four pairs. Oh. Why did she give you the pants? Because it was a... It, I think it was a joke. Do you remember I used to, there used to be that um, footage of me dancing in my pants? Oh, yeah. And oh, that, the Venga Boys. And, and they were a sort of a, a cheaper brief. Mm-hmm. So she bought me some stylish Calvin Klein boxes. Oh. Nice. And now you get sent the Bjorn Borgs, of course. Yes. I'll tell you what, that went wild. About, that went viral. Talk about wonder... social mobility. There you are. <laughs> yes, my um, private parts were a victim of the Boxer Rebellion. <laughs> You Not many people, people can say that. coming up to him in the street about that clip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That was my golden moment. <laughs> anyway, we, we love Jerry on this show. Jerry Horner. Now I just gave her a friendly embrace. <laughs> <laughs> God. So, um, 
Oh, Frank, I'd like to read out uh, a missive we've had in. Lovely. This one concerns Alan Cochran, and it's from Prisoner 805. Okay. Morning, Emily Frank, but more importantly, Alan. Like it so far? Okay. I like not, Emily not Frank. <laughs> That's the one who didn't go in the attic. Enough <laughs> to hell with it. I'm just going to sit in the garden. Let him come. And we all know that that would have been my attitude as well. <laughs> exactly. Long-time reader, first-time writer. This week, my wife and I experienced the most peculiar outing of the year so far when on Tuesday night we journeyed north. End of the email. No, not really. To join Alan for an evening of wisdom and chuckles. We could only oh. assume that our sat-nav was on the blink when we arrived at our destination on a darkened industrial estate outside a bowling alley slash roller disco. Oh, yeah. Wow, they <laughs> still have roller discos. I thought they d- I disappeared. I, what, I think I know what this email is about. It's a, it's a but tour no, date, I think. The youth ticking off names at the entrance confirmed our safe arrival. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Comedy accompanied by the booming sounds of a roller disco may well be the future. Yeah. It, cer- it had certainly had the feel of a working men's club in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. We will certainly see him again for the free of nostalgia. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. He, uh, that was... Um, it was a strange tour date, Frank. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I don't think I spoke to more than 95% of the audience for the entire show. There was a constant <laughs> stream... Of departures and oh, returns. Oh, I've had one of those in Bradford once. People Very were... Very peculiar. They were weeing yes. from about five minutes in and it never stopped. Well, it began with a woman leaving and uh, said, I'm sorry, my children aren't well, I've got to go. And I said, OK, Well, fine. that's fair enough, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yes, I was exactly. really... I mean, I did say, you can't have your money back, but you can go. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, and then she came back and said something to her husband and well, went they got, again. They got better. No, I did say it. They're, <laughs> they're fine again. <laughs> And then the husband went and he came back saying, yeah, she couldn't start my car, she didn't know how to work it. And I said, have you two just met? I thought you were a family. Um, they were fine, the children, but the husband stayed to watch the show. It was, but very, very peculiar. And yes, in a yeah. very gaudy place, a roller disco of all places. Have you, I mean, I honestly thought they, were, they only happened in Glee. What, the roller discos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very odd. Wow. That's not the only missive we've had in for Alan this morning. Oh, yeah. Well, can can we hold this one? Because, um, as you know, on commercial radio, we have certain commitments to the... um, But the Alan show will be back in a minute. ...to the business sector. (laughs) And here they come. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Dear Frank, Emily and the Cox Sportif, I was waiting in the queue of a popular coffee franchise at a motorway service station on Thursday night... When mm-hmm. who should stand behind me but the one and only Alan Cochran? Mm-hmm. After paying the extortionate rate of eight pounds for a hot chocolate, and I, a, what? Wait, wait no. for this, and a milkshake. Mm. This which isn't may, me, by the way. That was no. them. Which may seem reasonable down in the big smoke. I realised that Alan was wearing a camouflage top with bright blue trainers and an equally eye-catching hat. Mm-hmm. Just wondering if any of you have ever felt the need to wear anything in particular to avoid attention or equally to make sure you're the centre of it in any particular environment. No praise whatsoever, Terry in Wolverhampton. Uh, thanks, Terry. Nice to meet you. Um, <laughs> what you don't say is that hot chocolate and milkshake took about 20 minutes to make and we were on a time budget on our way home. Tell. Um, but Intel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, 
We uh, he, he stumbled upon one of my uh, game changers of recent weeks. Remember we talked oh, about yeah. life hacks? Yes. So I did the gig that I think we um, we can all agree was in a strange venue, the Newton Aycliffe one. We got stuck in traffic on the way back and then we got some road closures. So got home at like three in the morning mm. and the next day, me and Mike, the other comic that's on the show, are um, going to Bristol. Bristol from Manchester goes past Birmingham, goes mm. to Bristol. Tea time traffic, horrible. Yes. So I said to Mike on the way back, I went, tomorrow when we do this gig, I'm travelling in a tracksuit all the way there and all the way back. Oh. That's, that, that's how it starts. I'm, li- oh. I'm literally just putting on normal clothes <laughs> for the show. If you want really? to see the worst just... dressed people in the world, go to a motorway service. Because <laughs> <laughs> people think, oh, driving, you can just wear the worst thing. Do you think ever. that's that what is it is? A, a, oh, I, I dress up lovely for the drive. Oh, it was a beautiful game changer I thought for me. I wouldn't want to be being cut out of a wreck with oxyacetylene equipment wearing <laughs> that. I'll tell you what, I, t- I took it a step further. I... Took in the boot of the vehicle a yoga mat and uh, and took it into the <gasps> theatre. And wow. whilst the first half was on, I sat on the floor and did some stretching and just un- unkinked all the, you know, you know mm. the driving. Choose your back up and that mm. yoga mat and travelling in a tracksuit. That's what this it's tour is like. It's like travelling with Jane Fonda. It's an mm. absolute game changer, and I'm glad he's brought it to our attention because I've had another good game changer this Go week. Go on. Look, can I ask you a question before you move on to this? The sure, cap, the cap that you wear, the hat. No, no, it was a, it was a woolly, almost like a beanie slash ski. Was that a? Thing. Was it a bit um, what, was, ITV One hooligan? Uh, I'm not sure. Because they have a beanie, me, but it looks a bit clean. Mm. You know what I mean. I wonder if was it an attempt to not be recognised? I don't think. Um, being recognised is troubling my life to that extent, Frank. Mm. <laughs> I'm genuinely surprised. Depends whether you're declaring these gigs. <laughs> 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 to be honest, at the, uh, at the box office sales that I sell, um, I, I, I probably... Don't, don't, no, don't, uh, don't go down don't that road. Don't go down that road. Look, come on, love, it doesn't take long. Don't I got go recognised on the tube road. the other day. You got come recognised on. on the tube. Yes. Lovely. Do you that think I'd lovely. be a good um, sat-nav voice? Don't go down that road. <laughs> I find you comforting. Yeah, I, I'd quite like to. Go down, go down, let. Don't worry if you miss it. See, now that I know you and your terrible sense of direction, I wouldn't oh. be able to take you as a no, sat-nav. No, no, no. Like and then just... you'd get the... If, what if you made a mistake? You'd get, think... no! I think, what are you telling me where to go for? You can't find your way out of absolute every week. <laughs> a friend who used to live with me used to point out that when we played table football, I, every time I scored a goal, I'd say to him, concentrate! <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, do you remember when you used to talk about your old Shep? And mm. I remember you would sometimes talk about him dreaming. Yes. And I'd have a little, a little whimper and a twitchy leg, maybe. Yeah. They, um, they did that. That was one oh. of your exes, love. <laughs> I always thought he, maybe he was dreaming he was driving a clown car. <laughs> 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 we all dream that. Well, yes, I, I do I like, remember that. This is why I like this story, because... I was fascinated by watching him dream, I must admit. Well, he was properly dreaming because boffins, you know them in the white coats, mm. they've come up with some I new findings. <laughs> and they've discovered that dogs actually dream in the same way as humans. So they dream about their day, like we would dream about their day, about our day. And it, depending on the animal, so let's say it's your whippet, Lucky. Yeah. He would specifically dream... She? she oh. Unless she's having a 
Dreamwash is a he. People are so sensitive. Do people now. do that? I've never <laughs> dreamt I was a woman, have you? I've not, no. <laughs> but I don't see why. I, I mean, wonder if stuff. that people who become transsexual wonder if that's how it starts. You, you dream as Maybe. a woman and realise that's where you should be. I Maybe. worry about this area. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Actually, the boffin talking about it is called not Dr. Nicholas Dodman. I mean, Ooh. he's well, one letter away oh, from the nominative so determinism. If, he, if, been called no, Nicholas Dodman. if I was him, I'd if I answered the phone, I'd say Nicholas Dodman. So no one really knew. Oh, yeah. That's good. On the subject of nominative determinism, Mm. I didn't read it last week, but we had an email right at the end of the show, and I didn't have the chance, from someone saying that they'd been taught music at school by someone called Miss C Sharp. Oh, that can't be right. (laughs) That is excellent, isn't it? That's too good. That's like when you found the Zunia's ass for Mr C, Lion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it one of those? First day at work prank. Oh, have I fallen for it? Buckingham Palace asked for Elizabeth. Yeah. Someone tried that on Left-handed screwdriver. I mean, come on, people. (laughs) Get a life. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, so so for example, Mm -hmm. your dog might dream about um, chasing after a dream bird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then a Doberman what, Pinscher. What, Linda Luce, are they? <laughs> I was going to say, not, not dissimilar to me, but that's another story. <laughs> dra- oh, you, you two are disgusting. Uh, a Doberman Pinscher, you're not really, Al. I am. Nor are you. <laughs> um, will chase a dream robber. Oh. And, you and, see? and not only will they chase them, but when they attack them, they'll always go for the forearm. Mm-hmm. Where the padding is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always, they're obsessed by the padding on oh, these birds. I love it. You've watched so much Colombo, haven't you? Yes. Um, so, um, yeah. My big question has always been, I mean, what, first of all, what, is, what are we to do with the results of this research? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I can't mm-hmm. see the old Zico virus getting a knock. Um, and also... The the question I've always wanted to know is if my dog had dreamed that I was hitting it with mm. a with a stick, mm. would he have woke up and attacked me for hitting him with a <laughs> stick? Do dogs have any sense of what is a dream and what is life, as they have oh, no I concept see. of the subconscious? What, eight, so eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd really like to know that. Now. <laughs> yeah. If 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 my dog dreamt that we regularly um, had full contact kissing. <laughs> Oh, my God. And he, and he woke up and I was sitting next to him. Is he liable to... Um, it's not going to dream that. Well, we don't know what they dream, do we? dream that. I don't think we've actually identified the, the complete... I mean, I have a recurring dream that I'm defecating in a public place. Do dogs yeah. dream that? Do you? Yeah, I do. It's one no, of my big embarrassing dreams. Well, I suppose that is their day, isn't well, it? Well, exactly. They dream about what's happening. What about your central reservation dreams? Let's not even get on to that. Well, that's true. I don't know why you brought that up. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, what we're talking about dog dreams, so we haven't yeah. had. No one's answered my question. Well, no, we have actually. Dogs like humans can't tell the difference at the time, but when they wake up, it is irrelevant as they enter back to the default state of consciousness and quickly forget the dream source. My dog told me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, he's pulled our leg there, hasn't he? Well, that sounds like the men in black when they're in the middle of the sauce. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I wonder, we do, well, yeah, but I suppose if I was there the moment of waking up, I might get a bit of a snog well, before he realised his error. Yeah. 8112 says, somewhat controversially, dogs are thick. 
<laughs> if a dog can lick a window thinking it's food for three hours, like mine does, then it goes to believe that he has no self-awareness. On the plus side, I don't need a window cleaner for that window. That's Dan from Northampton. I didn't know they lit windows thinking it was food. What is that about? It's the food on the other side of the window. My dog doesn't. She doesn't do anything. She um, just lies around like a cat. I don't want to be snogging a dog that's been licking a window. I could don't be want dead you to flies. be snogging any dog. No, you're quite right. <laughs> yeah, this show isn't like you know what? I'm not doing it now. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the light. I'm not doing it. <laughs> My dog used to separate his toes and bring them back together when he was dreaming. Is that a shep? Yeah. Oh, well, oh I, did he? Like jazz hands. No, oh. I think... Um, I think yeah. he was dreaming. That's what Wayne yeah. Sleep does when he's dreaming. Maybe he, was, he dreamt he was trampolining. <laughs> and they spread on impact, and then he, and then he raised up again. So, and also, the one thing I did find interesting, though, is that <coughs> smaller dogs dream more frequently. Mm-hmm. And they have shorter dreams. And then well, large... They have shorter everything. But larger dogs dream less but have longer dreams. So does that follow that with Alan and I, for example... I have shorter dreams. I think it, mm. it sounds like it, dreams can be um, exponentially balanced by the length of your legs. Mm. Oh, wow. That's what it sounds like. My dreams That's are right, very... yours are like War and Peace, mine are like Betfair ads. My dreams are very boring. <laughs> I used to talk about this instead. I once dreamt that I had forgotten to renew my car tax. How boring is that? Mm. And my mother-in-law was saying, get Alan yeah, to renew the, his car tax. But then when you got to the office, they said, yes, Mrs Cochran, can we help you? <laughs> That, that's how it starts. My fascination with dogs is is the um, the halfway pant. Do you know that? The What's halfway that, pant. I don't mean the halfway pant as in some sort of provocative way of wearing <laughs> one's underwear. What is this? It's you know when dogs pant. When oh, people yeah. do oh, yeah. an impression of a dog panting, they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in fact, dogs have a little rest in the middle of a pant, in which they do a half yes, pant. They when do. the tongue goes back, so they go. <laughs> They do, Frank. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving your dog work. Um, don't use that as a trailer, by the way. People will be terrified. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's an anonymous phone Can call. Can I just say, anyone <laughs> who is going to write into the radio show, I love our readers, but don't say, hi, Frank, and the other two, because I won't read it out. Thank oh, you. come you on. I really want to know what it was now. <laughs> you do you really? Them. Maybe it's somebody with short-term memory loss. Do you really want to know what it was? <laughs> no, in case it's something okay. horrible. Is it something horrible? It was fine. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> That'll be 50p. <laughs> now then. <laughs> we, um, I've, oh, it's, and we've had a sign held up. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Can I tell you a story before we go? Yeah. I met, um, Boris Johnson's dad at a book launch. Oh, oh he's worked with them all, hasn't Recently. He? Oh. And, and the reason I went over and spoke, well, I was introduced to him by Joan Batewell, the Baroness, who has a new book out. Oh, yes. And um, I said, I, I, well, I've actually stayed in your house in Greece, in Pelion, in Greece. And I, have, I stayed in... in um, he's, he just has it on the market, Boris Johnson's dad. So mm. I stayed in his house there. And he said, oh, really? I, oh, I had no idea. And I said, yeah. I said, can I have one thing I would say about it is that often when you're away like that and it's very, very hot, you want to read. I said, There's only, there was only one book in the house, in the entire house, and that was your autobiography. <laughs> oh. And he said, oh, I never thought. He said, I'm sorry. He said, oh, well, I can remedy that. He said, there's a, there's a second volume now. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite what I meant. Anyway, um, Andy Bush... Um, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't lapsed into patois. Um, thank you so much for listening this morning. And uh, thank you um, 
Charlie for standing in as producer. You've done an absolutely sterling job. I love your work. Exactly. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.